0: we're back oh, hold on sorry we're not back we're not back the levels are all let me do some audio audio technician work Uh hello check 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 okay that's fine that sounds good I think okay sounds kind
1: of bad. I'm I'm gonna count to
0: a two, half. Two and a half three three okay there we go that sounds fine we're all right okay yeah. hey Anna what's up <laughs> Hey Dasha, how's it going? It's you the know, same
1: old life. I could complain, but who would listen?
0: A lot of people. Well, just actually, kidding. we have I quite a hostage be, yeah. hostage yeah. <laughs> so. uh, situation here. Where people will listen, but we won't complain. Yeah, too much. That's what therapists are for. Yeah, you're still going to therapy. Happy to hear it what's up happy to hear you're still
1: yeah it's great a lot of a lot of those sex workers yesterday were like you're clearly sick in the head you should go see a shrink and i was like oh yeah i am seeing a shrink <laughs> <laughs> try me bitch shrinks are sex workers <coughs> they really are they have to sit for an hour and listen to your sexual pathologies and mm-hmm. like white girl
0: problems you can say whatever kind of nasty shit you want to say to them yeah and they listen to it um uh, so yeah so a bunch of sex workers got mad at you got yesterday mad at me. um
1: I had a person tell me once that they told their shrink that they wanted to fuck her because yeah. that's a normal thing that you were encouraged to do You're supposed in, to in to the say therapeutic that to process them. and I was so like stunned and floored. No, no, that's what they want. They want to know that you want to fuck them. Just kidding.
0: They want to help do. you get
1: through the feelings of transference or whatever, yeah. Well, I th-
0: thought that my shrink wanted to fuck me. Yeah, that's and then he would be like, "Well, why, you know," you said why that do you think him? everyone wants to fuck you yeah <laughs> and i said well you know <laughs> how can they resist I me i mean <laughs> do you not want to fuck me <laughs> you just like turn it on him so <laughs> like taking my shirt off <laughs> <laughs> it's like doing the sharon stone basic instinct yeah, yeah showing him my pussy <laughs> um no but that's quite normal
1: yeah, no, I know, I know. It's it's like normal and par for the course, but I just like could not.
0: Sexuality is a big psychological avenue to explore. Yeah. Um. Yeah, so a bunch of whores got mad. At you. Yeah. <laughs> is that not okay? Just call them whores. I thought that that was empowering. Yeah. Right. I think so. I don't. No matter what. Just. Sorry, there's some conspiratorial roommate Emily was mouthing something at me. Can you
1: what? She was asking the same thing. I'll edit this out, (laughs) obviously.
0: leave it in. Who cares? Um, um, uh, I don't really. Okay, so literally literally mad, as uh, somebody said on the sub, the hoes are quite mad, which is, you know, my roommate Kyle. was quite upset that Janice Griffith was trying yeah, to spar Kyle with Yeah, Kyle is you. mad that I ruined his chances. Yeah.
1: And I guess I'll have to suck him off instead.
0: <laughs> he said he likes Janice Griffith because she smiles when she sucks dick. Mm-hmm. Like she seems really happy about it. She's like the joker of dick sucking. <laughs> yeah. She laughs hysterically with a dick in her mouth. That's cool. I. But he was also like, why is she sparring with Anne?" He's like, I don't want to hear her political opinions. Like. I, I know just want to jack off t- to you <laughs> i know and i feel similarly i mean me too liara I, roo is upsetting because she's got such a great rack i don't want her to be mad at us dude
1: yeah i don't i don't know why she i don't want any girl to with her
0: tits to i know be upset. But she should never feel bad here's I'm, I'm so, so sorry st- i
1: take it all back I baby <laughs> um uh, somebody on twitter was like um Just don't apologize to them on the next episode. I was like, I'm not going to apologize for their error of interpretation. Well, okay.
0: So I don't really even understand what they were mad about. I don't either. Because you were talking about sex work as a brand.
1: I very concretely said sex work as a brand online personas. Yes. Which means like little
0: media girls who
1: moonlight as poets and editors and want to affiliate themselves. They want to associate themselves with the grit and glamour of edg- and edginess right. of sex work. By
0: s- selling nudes and feet pics and stuff. Yeah.
1: They haven't really done any real sex work. Though some of them surely have. Yeah. But my it's, feeling...
0: It's crazy to pretend that there's not people stealing sex work or valor. Yeah. Who are not... Here's the thing. It's like... There's a lot of... Yeah. Go go off. This is Patrick said this really well. He <clears throat> said...
1: It's funny how you basically called out one group of narcissists and then another group of narcissists took offense and made it about themselves. (laughs) Yeah. And I was like, I wasn't talking about sex workers. First of all, I love strippers and I love hookers. Who doesn't? Who doesn't? The oldest profession. I respect the work that they do, like, fully. Absolutely. I don't have any problem with it. Um, I, I think probably the whole being like, a political sex worker is a boner killer especially for men but
0: Mm, i disagree because i think that for a a certain kind of man maybe a man who's in the dsa Mm -hmm. you know they get to (laughs) they get to patronize sex workers and um Use that to make them feel like good male and allies and feel morally valid about mm-hmm. it, or validated, yeah, morally, politically, ethically validated because they're, yeah, um, they're not exploiting these, <laughs> these people by giving them money for sex. There,
1: my question is this, simply being good. What are all these hot girls mm. who, purportedly, at least allegedly, claim to love their jobs, doing, spinning their wheels and getting mad at somebody's random opinion online? If you know in your heart that it doesn't apply to you, then it doesn't apply to you. Yeah. I'm not talking about you like scouts honor. Get back to work. Yeah, get back to work. We're
0: going to go where you work and get slap the dick s- out of your mouth. <laughs> um, so don't come at us. Of <laughs> I don't know. It's don't funny. slap the dick out of our mouth at our job. <laughs> 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 don't slap the microphone out of our <laughs> We're
1: really like prostitutes minus the dignity. Wow podcasting baby hard pill to swallow somebody was like well you know you guys brand yourself as sex work adjacent because you have all that like fin dom daddy shit on your patreon and Hmm? that's Hmm? not (laughs) the case i think it was it was twitter user kathy from sales that guy who took a picture with you in toronto who's
0: like parody does not equal uh proximity yeah we're not i don't i don't much. even think we're really doing it. i mean and i was a financial dominant for uh for a very happy a period minute. of my life um, since um ended um and i've have you had sex for money Let Well, me dox yourself bitch. Yeah, i'm gonna dox
1: myself <laughs> i'll dox myself right here now we'll get it out of the way um this is a matter that's very uh, near and dear to me. I don't talk about my personal life very often. I mean, I like gesture to it. I like talk about like shopping and having a boyfriend and all this kind of superficial bullshit. Mm-hmm. Um, But I have been a literal whore in the past and I have done it against my will as a teenager. And that's a true story, friends. I'm not merely a hostess. I'm also a whore. This has happened to me like Epstein style in suburban New Jersey Oh my Which God. I know I'm serious. I'm serious. Scouts honor, but I know what sex work is and my feeling about it. My personal feeling about it is that most people go into it out of economic necessity or, and or against their will yep. because they've been <coughs> brought to a point. There is a class of women who are maybe not economically pushed to that point and do, s- do it voluntarily yeah but i'm less interested in like the moral reasons or moral
0: justifications of sex work of doing it not out of financial precarity you mean
1: yeah i mean i'm not interested in the moral I, here's my thing it's like a lot of people accused me of whorephobia, and i'm like how or can you a accuse whore? a whore of <laughs> swerf is a really funny term it makes me think of going down one of those um flat like water slides that they put in backyards at picnics it's like a funny like slapstick
0: term right but well what i said is you can't be a swerf if you're not a feminist yeah that's true i'm <laughs> let's not forget what the f stands for there yeah, yeah and i'm you know i'd be skeptical to call myself or you a feminist based on it's like working definition we're not feminists under the
1: mainstream liberal working definition but i do consider myself a feminist to the degree that i believe in the project uh, that uh, of male female equality on the economic mm. level on the economic level okay yeah i think socially and sexually there's a lot of difference between the sexes but i think actually bringing everybody up to economic like a level of economic sustenance will go a long way in mitigating all that there's no reason
0: why that should even be gendered it's not that should just apply it's not to any anyone um everyone should be financially solvent
1: i'm not i mean people were saying like you're morally averse to sex work i'm not averse to sex work i can't say i'm thrilled or enthusiastic
0: about it either i mean sex is a sin so <laughs> and all I work that sucks. And work sucks. Two wrongs don't make a right. I've said it before. I'm not a cut out for sex work because the only thing I hate more than sex is, is work. work. Yeah. <laughs> so coupling the two really sounds like a nightmare for me.
1: My feeling is like, how can you be averse to something that's a fact of life? Like, they don't call it the oldest profession for nothing.
0: Sure. Oh. Yeah.
1: The, the thing I am averse to, I think, is the term sex work because it's one of those kind of fraudulent, white whitewashed, liberal terms like mm. community or cisgender. Mm-hmm. Like, it basically collapses all these distinctions and categories. Sex work, it's a term that's infinitely expedient because it basically unifies all these different professions under one banner from like middle-class cam girls mm-hmm. to totally underprivileged inner city street walkers
0: right or like sex slaves even yeah or like, like that yes, was 16 sort year
1: old of moldovan girls who are being trafficked across the
0: border and that on you know on both sides of the argument there's a, like a conflation there between like human trafficking and willing sex workers and that that's expo- you know um exploited to benefit the right as well as like the left you yeah know? that they like set like Fosta, sesta yeah however long ago that was you know like that disenfranchised a lot of working sex workers by taking resources away from them under the guise of like protecting people who had been trafficked but of course many people are trafficked yeah there are 50 million slaves <laughs> in the world 50 million yeah and that's like an estimate you know
1: yeah, people want to think that slavery ended with black slavery in the United States, and it absolutely didn't. No, it's pre pre
0: uh, pre existed. Go to and Thailand. It will continue to exist. Go, everyone, go to Thailand. Yeah. Like I have seen all the time, and then I'll open your eyes to some realities about what it means to be a fucking slave. Yeah, and I,
1: I think like again, it it's like a bizarre. It was a bizarre thing to turn this into kind of a labor discussion because it was a discussion about more about kind of social relations
0: when what you were talking what I was talking about Mm -hmm. originally Uh, extrapolate some on what you meant about like uh, sexual authenticity in the tweet that initially i was um, just being
1: uh, here i'll admit i was just being a nasty little bitch and i was saying that like that's what twitter's for yeah let the artist work <laughs> i was saying <laughs> the maestro <laughs> i was being a nasty little bitch and i was pointing out that a lot of girls in my opinion in, in my personal individual opinion your truth my truth who brand themselves in this kind of overtly burlesque, carnival-esque way
0: mm-hmm. are
1: actually not very sexy. There's no eroticism in it and everybody knows it. Right. Right. I wasn't saying that... One thing I was absolutely not saying was that you have to derive authentic pleasure when you service a client as a sex worker. <laughs> and people were making all sorts of like uh, analogies to like ha- liking servicing your clients when you're like a wait a waiter or like a hostess yeah. i didn't like serving any of those people I they were to assholes serve anyone. no
0: <laughs> that's why my own boss bitch yeah. <laughs> but that's not what i was
1: saying i was just saying that these people are kind of like corny and uh weird and unsexy and have to kind of transactionalize which their, they are which they are
0: and even like all right You know, Liara Rue, arguably, it seems to me, is one of the most, like, visible, successful escorts. Yeah. She has really branded herself. She has built her livelihood on social media and Patreon and whatever and, like, more power to her. Happy for her. Yeah. Once again, absolutely fantastic rack. Um but <laughs> gorgeous girl great upper body <laughs> fantastic upper body on that one but <laughs> but the thing it, like it is it does sort of drain eroticism out of it because patronizing an escort should be sort of this clandestine discreet discreet thing yeah rather than this like spectacle of like yourself as a brand yeah and i don't know obviously what her like interactions what her private like dealings private, are, private yeah. dealings are like what like life is like for her no you know what kind of clients she has what her relationships are like with them maybe i'll drop a couple thousand dollars to hang out with her and find out <laughs> oh my god
1: i should buy her services she can decline we should pay her to yeah. come on the pod <laughs> yeah
0: god we're being real cons.
1: No, I'm not. I have no beef with Liara Rue. I mean, she's the one that came for me in this like very. The thing is, like all these girls, they basically bear their inner kind of insecurity. <laughs> they're like, you're ugly. When, they're, you're ugly when they are ugly and bad at sex. <laughs> when they scream that at you, it says more about them than it says about you. Like you shouldn't do that. And I know people are going to be like, Anna, but you call people ugly all the time. First of all, I don't. I've never called anybody ugly to their face. Okay. I've never, 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 never. never. I've never called anybody ugly to their face because I know how hurtful. I'm not gonna
0: look at the receipts on that, but I trust you.
1: Secondly, I think I'm more like easily accused of calling people fat, which I have. Yeah. Uh, uh, Americans have this stupid, (laughs) uniquely stupid ability where they conflate ugly and fat. Take somebody like Lizzo, beautiful face, too obese. yeah 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 and as a former chubby girl i can attest to the we've fact we've all seen the pig yeah we've seen the pigs i can <laughs> attest to the fact that you're less miserable when you're thin you just are life is easier life is already hard enough as a thin person why would you also put on well, a bunch of cumbersome weight cumbersome
0: weight yeah i mean people come like people seem especially mad at me because of my food twitter lately which i've had for years yeah let me do my thing yeah let me express myself okay Again, this is
1: a matter of your personal opinion and I'm glam- your personal
0: aesthetic yeah my body aesthetic and discipline <laughs> preference um but when people say that I'm like glamorizing eating disorders and whatnot I do understand like what you just said that you are much happier being thin yes but like let's not forget that like people with really disordered eating are are miserable yeah they have that being thinner yeah. doesn't necessarily make you happier no because you could have like a diseased mind that makes you starve yourself and like you'll never be thin enough and whatever yes um but i get what you're
1: saying i'm saying that um it, if you lose weight the fair and square way within the context of a, a relatively healthy lifestyle i don't mean perfect i obviously drink and smoke but if you <laughs> if you like work out eat normally etc it feels much better to be thin. Yes, absolutely. No one could dispute. Nobody's going to dispute that. It's uh, and well, they will, but maybe. Mm. But uh, my feeling is that a lot of people, and I say this with a lot of empathy, again, a lot of people who are mad at, at us for being like fat shamers or for glamorizing eaters, eating disorders feel a little bit anxious and insecure because they're aware of the hard work that it's going to take them to get to a level a, a weight that's desirable for them and I don't blame them or they've never been a normal weight, and they don't even know what it feels like mm-hmm. and it's just like I say this in in a very kind of like genuinely loving empathetic way and like Marianne Williams <laughs> yeah and I think anybody like anybody can improve their looks their confidence whatever Mm. but you can't you can't install yourself as kind of like a, a moral or arbiter and moral authority if you're prepared to um say mean things about people's looks i also dispute liara roo's claim that you have to be hot and or good at sex to do porn that's hilarious there's plenty of really ugly people who suck and are unconvincing in their performances in porn i would say that's actually like 80 percent of porn. Yeah, yeah. yeah
0: not janice griffin though keep up the good work girl <laughs> Sydney Leathers was in the mix. It was really, I was a little, I was was a little checked out, but I would check, you know, look occasionally and be like, wow, all these, (laughs) I was stunned, all these chicks.
1: I was like stunned that all these chicks that I sort of like, uh, uh, I I wouldn't say maybe admire, but are horny for, I, yeah, I don't even know if I'm horny for them, but I like kind of appreciate the fact that they're like. Feminine and sexy and stuff Like that that they were like and
0: they should get Whatever make money however you need to make Money I've been there Yeah I've done whatever I don't give a shit what they Do for money I've been essentially I'm not trying to steal sex worker valor But I've been essentially like A whore yeah I haven't Had like maybe the Most straightforward (laughs) Transactions but I've had like Whatever I'm not Going to get into it (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah i've crawled around on some you <laughs> know beach house for a couple hundred dollars yeah,
1: like we've all done i mean <laughs> i will say it again and this might alienate and upset a lot of people but i've literally been sold into prostitution as a child in epstein-like circumstances minus all the um exciting access to epstein's wealth and luxury it's a really drab really oh, shitty
0: Anna. experience Bummer. um don't be a drag. <laughs> I'm no, just I'm kidding. serious. I'm just kidding. No, that's, yeah. But Of like, course, many people have had that experience. Many people are sex workers. Many women are a kind of sex worker. What You know, sex adjacent worker, whatever you want to call it. And they don't brand themselves as such on social media. And what you were referring to, I think, is a very clear phenomenon. Very
1: specific. It's
0: very specific. We all know what you're talking about. And to take it personally as, like, a porn star or whatever is just a bad faith interpretation of what you were saying.
1: Yeah, but then I have to ask, why Why do they take it so personally? What, what, I- what about that statement is so triggering? Well, I think on mm-hmm. some level, uh, there's this, like, social media mentality where people uh, feel... A little bit insecure and irrelevant, no matter what they're doing, and they want to like latch on to somebody, and Mm. I'm kind of the designated scapegoat of the online left, which is fine. I brought it upon myself. Yeah, you've made your bed. But on the other hand, you'll fuck in it. (laughs) (laughs) I'll service some clients in it. On the other hand, it's really sad because the situation, the economic situation, is so bad for everyone. I think. People have had to like make the best of a shitty situation mm-hmm. and reframe something fundamentally uh, exploitative as exp- empowering. Yes, yeah, and I think well that's said. that's
0: what it is. Is it's like there is a cognitive dissonance. That's why it <coughs> upsets people, is because they have to. It's it's interest. It's a cognitive dissonance kind of on two levels because they have to like. Um, they're victimizing themselves, right? As uh-huh. this kind of like lump in class of prostitutes, sex workers, whatever. But then also they have to valorize themselves as yes. like um these empowered individuals.
1: Yeah. Um and it's it's and it's, it's so not it's, as simple as their them valorizing themselves through their victimhood exactly. Which right. a lot of people do actually on the internet.
0: Right. It's very, it's kind of muddled. Yeah. And the whole, like ev- the whole thing that happened yesterday really felt just like everyone's talk. like everyone was just sort of talking about something else. Everyone was sort of like narcissistically projecting their own resentments and insecurities and um, feelings of cognitive disciplines about being exploited. And we're all being exploited.
1: Yeah. On some level.
0: Yeah. No one wants to work.
1: Yeah, not under the conditions. I think that actually the idea that nobody wants to work or that work sucks inherently is n- a little bit off too mm-hmm. instinctively because I think that if we had kind of like a fully automated luxury communism where everybody had a basic living wage and a safety net, pe- most people would still choose to work because you need something with which to occupy <laughs> your leisure time basically. Right. Um but nobody wants to work under the current coercive exploitative conditions
0: no and God,
1: like no. you know you have to pick one if sex work is just like any job like i said on twitter then you have can't have a hero complex about it mm-hmm. um if it's not like any other job and it, it it does have in moral terms a kind of an added layer or vector of, like, of transgression and precarity yes then you not exploitation
0: because you... you're not supposed to say that they're exploited, right? But <laughs> that's what Janice Griffith took umbrage with when you said that um, you always thought porn would be your fallback career. Mm-hmm. Clearly a joke. Um, she said, like, <laughs> right, because like no one would ever do sex work unless it was their last option or something. So well, you can you, you can't. It's not exploitative. It's purely empowering. But they still are precarious and transgressive and that valorizes them that's what they want they want to be like
1: they 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 want to have their cake and eat it too Mm -hmm. um they want to see be seen as both heroes and victims both as like intellectuals and activists and as whores
0: and people who are be they like legitimate escorts or not but people who do this sort of sex work branded social media enterprise well, that's what they are they're entrepreneurs <laughs> um they depend on mm, like on being on being transgressive right mm-hmm. <laughs> and then also on being empowered and then also giving all of their information to this to platform capital to, yeah to these like to twitter and shit
1: yeah they're bearing it all on twitter and that's not empowering
0: that's not empowering either i know
1: twitter's hosting your butthole pics they also have all your credit card data like it's a shitty situation whether or not you do sex work and like you know i said this too like much like abortion we really have to pick one is sex work or is sex work not an ethical issue um, I, I happen to think that the left's consistent routine denial of the ethical dimension of sex work mm. actually weakens its pro sex work case. Okay. Which I agree with fundamentally.
0: I, mean, um, I think Caroline, as a woman, said this. Yeah. <laughs> that, like, yeah, if you take umbrage with working conditions in late capitalism, you have to then take umbrage with the conditions under which sex work occurs. Yes if we're going to couple work (laughs) if we're going to talk about sex work then that is work which is labor which we are as leftists ought to be concerned with in the current conditions which are extremely exploitative
1: yeah and also the other yeah the other irony right is that if you call yourself a feminist Mm -hmm. then you have to also interrogate the nature of sex work because the vast majority of sex work services exist for the benefit of a certain type of male client Mm -hmm. right and
0: you know that who can afford to patronize a sex worker yeah
1: (laughs) yep and somebody actually pointed out on twitter quite astutely that a lot of proponents of sex work make the claim that sex work is just like any other work Um, But then they also advocate that sex work should be decriminalized, crucially, not legalized. Yeah. Because if it was legalized, then it would have to be regulated. Right. And they don't want it to be regulated for obvious and understandable reasons. um, Which are? Because regulating sex work is disadvantageous for sex workers. Why? Because they can be criminalized under Mm -hmm. regulation.
0: But if it's legalized, then they wouldn't be yeah but they could be it.
1: but they could be kind of subject to certain kind of hr department regulations right
0: statutes et cetera. Mm-hmm. it would be harder for them to operate i mean i suspect that um that argument why they want <coughs> why they don't want it to be regulated is because they're libertarians that's
1: probably also true, but they're it's not leftists. They're not. No, then that's a f- the fashionable thing now. But now there's this thing with um, it's very, it's it's very much similar to like the Uber thing, which we're going to talk about later. Um, Uber engages in regul in regulatory arbitrage because they don't want to be they don't want to be subject to regulations. It's mm-hmm. the tech sector's worst nightmare that there is some s- kind of standardized regulation
0: overseeing them. That's like right. made it out by the state. That they would be beholden to some sort of union (laughs) that would ensure that its workers are protected. Yeah. Instead of just contracted laborers, which is, I guess, what I mean, I'm not speaking of all sex workers, but that seems what I can eke out out of their argument is that, yeah, they don't want to be employees.
1: Yeah. And why would they be? Why would they want that? There may a lot of these girls like I'm assuming a lot of these girls likely are like Janice Griffith are making a ton of money. As mm. free agents, as like individual right. kind of, uh, what do you call it? What's the term that labor term?
0: Like I- like contractors, contractors on the free market, um, independent contractors, independent contractors, yeah. They thought a ten ninety nine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, um. Yeah, but in that that don't they understand how that disadvantage that that n- keeping sex work unregulated puts Women who are actually precarious at a disadvantage, right? You know,
1: yeah, because they don't have the only people who
0: want sex work to be decriminalized and unregulated are like the one percent of sex workers, right?
1: The the kind
0: of capitalist class, yeah, Um, entrepreneurs,
1: yeah. So you're right. It's a very kind of like libertarian. I mean. I'm to paraphrase a, a friend who should who shall remain anonymous. Um, these are basically kind of middle class adventurists who have absorbed the rise and grind aesthetic of like neoliberal ideology, mm-hmm. and then you know have completely like fetishized transactional sex. Right. I right. wasn't talking about people though. By the way, crucially, I was not talking about people who fetishize transactional sex. I was peop- talking about people who transactionalize ordinary sex who make it into uh-huh. some like question of like emotional labor or some sort of whatever neoliberal dynamic, because that's the unsexy part. Yeah. And I was crucially also not talking about women like Liara Roo and Janice Griffith who use social media to solicit work. Right. Indirectly. More power to them. Yeah. More power to them. Uh, I was, talking specifically about that minor but not insignificant subset of women who want to co-brand themselves with the sex work aesthetic Mm -hmm. is that such a mystery
0: yeah sure (laughs) (laughs) who want all
1: the perks of being a sex worker all the kind of like reputational perks without actually doing any sex work right that's a class of women that exists i've met some of them
0: are cam girls sex workers
1: um, that's a good question. Yes. I guess they sell a sexual service for money. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're kind of a fringe case because they're also like the 1% of sex workers to the degree that their work is inherently less risky and dangerous.
0: Right. Very depersonalized by yeah. by design. Yeah. <clears throat> but it's still work. I can acknowledge, you know. Yeah. It's quite hard. It's still, listen uh, to faps for so long. Yeah, I've
1: <laughs> made n- nude photos and videos for private consumption. Let me tell you, that wasn't fun. It was a lot of work. It was annoying. Right. Unless
0: you, like, really want to be doing it. Which some of them do. Some of them, some yeah. shit's like, creatively fulfilling for a certain subset of them, I suppose. I want Kyle to start doing it. He should, <laughs> s- he should become a cam boy. Kyle <laughs> needs to start jacking <laughs> on cam. I think they feel I think
1: on some level they also feel a little bit insecure and precarious because uh, especially being a sex worker who is like inter heavily internet based I think that's a profession that depends very significantly on looks and youth, which are inherently depreciating assets I mean that's just the truth, yeah, and what happens to you after you reach a certain age mm-hmm. and you especially don't if you want to do porn and
0: yourself if you've like in a very millennial way completely co-signed your identity to the fact that you are a sex worker. Yeah. How long can you, you know, what do you do? Yeah. And I I mean, I guess I suppose Sasha gray is a DJ now. (laughs) Oh really? That's funny. (laughs) And like a photographer or something.
1: And I, I, I mean, I feel like they feel insecure to some extent because they have branded themselves so heavily as sex workers and it's very kind of hard to, Get out of that mode or whatever. Yeah. Anyway. What else
0: is there to say about? I guess you y- know yield sex workers. Already, everyone's gonna be mad at us anyway. I don't even give a shit anymore. <laughs> 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 I don't care. I'm so fucking tired. Oh.
1: <sighs> Wait, Dasha. Can I have a cigarette? Yes, yeah, I won't. I'm too course. lazy to edit this out. I just want to. Leave it all in. Smoke cares. some bugs to get the juices <laughs> <laughs> the
0: flowing. Get that, get that nicotine. Um. Uh, what was the other thing we were going to talk about? I think we're going to talk about Uber. And oh well, <laughs> let's talk
1: about um. The oh yeah, tell, Uber. Gonna tell my kids meme.
0: Yeah, the hot new meme that everyone. Yeah. Uh, I that we all we're all enjoying it. We're I all, think we're uh, all having a good time with the. I'm gonna tell my kids. Yeah, I'm not. You
1: don't like it. I'm, I don't mind it. I don't care It's funny. It's okay. It's weird. It's weird. Yeah, um. I think it's it's interesting because it like falls flat so often. Um, no, the last thing I will say is that um, uh, uh, I tweeted today also that you know women really hate it when you talk down to them, and that's very true. I'm not. I don't say this to provoke people or piss them off for no good reason.
0: Wait, women hate it when you talk down to them
1: when you don't talk down to them, they want you to talk down to them, Mm -hmm. except of course they don't want you to talk down to them in the patronizing, condescending way men typically do anymore. They still, they do, but only so they can get indignant about it. Mm -hmm. You know, they want to reserve the right to indignation. Um, as marriage story tells us so Mm -hmm. well, but they don't, they don't want to hear women, other women speaking the truth to them. They would rather have this kind of, uh, uplifting narrative of like sisterly empowerment which doesn't exist in the real world right charlotte sartre was mean to you oh yeah i forgot what that one said i don't know i don't know i i did i was not i was
0: gonna not be like no (laughs) (laughs) Not no come on Kyle and I were like, Ah, <laughs> Anna made all the porn stars mad. I, mean, I
1: don't care. I, it's funny. It's like an honor. It, it's funny because the morning that all this popped off, Eli literally said to me, "Like, Anna, be a good girl, do your work, answer your emails, and don't get embroiled in any Twitter controversies." Uh-oh. I I'm Daddy. And sure enough, <laughs> <laughs> not today, bitch. Yeah, Sorry. And I wasn't gonna be a petty bitch,
0: but I did, you know, look into who Charlotte Sartre was because I do. I've seen her. That's the thing. I'm like, all the, I, you know. She's one of I've the influential porn our stars. Well, Sartre, of course. <laughs> she's the granddaughter a, she's a ge- of Sartre she's himself. She's a genius.
1: <laughs> that would be actually really funny. Um, I think if I go into porn, I'm going to go by Anna Kafka because that's just so repulsive. Anna you think of Gregor Samsa,
0: the transformation—you yeah. turn into a big bug and yeah. fuck. <laughs>
1: I have six arms, each for mm. grappling a different
0: cock. Um yeah I was like looking at one of her no, like porn is disgusting. it takes a real spiritual toll on you it it does take a toll i'll fucking on say it as the catholic as the <laughs> as the Catholic only Catholic voice of reason here I'll, well i will i do have a moral imperative against sex it's a fucking sin being horny Go sucks <laughs> I wish I was never fucking horny horniness is a disease. all it does <laughs> is complicate your life. all I want is to be free from desire aka dead. <laughs> and you think you think i want to do this shit <laughs> yeah. i don't i'd rather not but the devil finds a way <laughs> yeah no truly uh and <laughs> <laughs> it's a sin you should have, i should have just jumped in and be like it's a sin you should all be ashamed of yourself i know i know the state of you are not in a state of grace charlotte sartre <laughs> no no it's
1: always funny when these girls are like well you know
0: I saw what you did.
1: <laughs> da- Dasha seems cool, but Anna's really veering toward reactionary politics. It's like, You don't think we host the same show and have like a large circular Venn diagram of ideal of like positions that we mostly agree
0: on? We yeah yeah. I'll co-sign anything you say. I don't care. I <laughs> <Please>. <laughs> but I like being the good the good cop. Mm.
1: It's a good. It's like a nice little yin yin yang. Mm-hmm. Sorry, is that racist?
0: Well, um, Paul Kupo said. Uh, regarding him and Patrick, mm-hmm. and they're not really Endeavor. Are um, we
1: allowed to? Sp- we can spill the beans. It's fine.
0: What? It's no, it's not problematic. What's well, not problematic? No, go ahead. They got in a little tip with Juliana Huxtable recently. I'm not even going to talk about that. I'm just going to say, Paul Coupeau said to me, <laughs> He said, You know what? It's good business to be mad at Anna, and it's bad business to be mad at you, <laughs> and it's good business to be mad at Patrick, who likes to be a messy little bitch too, but it's bad business to be mad at Paul. <laughs> that's true um and that's why we can't I can't get canceled <laughs> <laughs> she said canceled <laughs> oh I thought you said I can't get cancer as we're like puffing
1: down on some cancer sticks Oof. chomping down um yeah I don't know
0: at least we don't get at least there's not we replaced the ice rattling around with the sound with of us like, lighting and smoking yeah, cigarettes and bartering for Adderall yeah <laughs> Like I'll, s- I'll suck your dick. Please. Uh. Mm.
1: Mm. Listen, I wasn't gonna be a petty bitch, but since they went there, I'm gonna go there. Um, it's too bad. I'm too old and ugly and have too much dignity to do porn. Cause uh, these chicks can really take some tips on how to suck a dick. Their performances are lackluster and unconvincing. Wow. If I it's know. if it's not coming out of your nostrils, you're doing it wrong. <laughs> Just kidding.
0: Um anyway uber. i'm not good at sex i never pretended that i was i can't wait for it to be over <laughs> <laughs> i fuck like faye dunaway in network i've never
1: seen that movie but i should because mm. she's one of my favorites i think i think it's really just cool to be upfront about what you are mm. if you're a whore say you're a whore yeah if you're not a whore say you're not a whore mm-hmm. and we'll love you all the same
0: we'll love you and nothing but love for you uber uh, uber Uber took a hit in the, in their stocks, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> which I saw on TV at the gym, which made me very happy because I've, you know, hated Uber for a long time. Yeah. Um, for, because my dad was a cab driver when we moved to America and that used to be a good job for immigrants to get because it was protected by a union. Uh, <laughs> um, and now... Um, you know, Uber has really usurped the, pr- the taxi industry, obviously, the market um, yeah. by exploiting precarity laborers. Um, and, um, in London, they were, what's the word?
1: They were, um, stripped of their operating license, right? Which has happened in the past. I thought this was like a precedent, but it's not, I don't, they really don't follow have Uber labor. They don't have so it in closely.
0: Thailand. They have a different service, but Uber doesn't work in Thailand. Um, but yeah, they were stripped of. Well, it's gonna. I, it all, it's gonna take months to like litigate, and it's, it's still functioning for now. Yeah, nothing is, really has changed. It's this just, is one of those things from where it's I in the preliminary stages of like maybe there won't be Uber in in London.
1: Yeah, this is like equivalent to the time that um Saudi Arabia an- announced it was giving the right to drive to women, mm-hmm. and all the liberals like cheered in unison, mm-hmm. and I was like, wait a minute. No, this is like some creepy long-winded process that's up for review where your father or husband or other guardian right. is the only Gives one allowed to <laughs> give you permission <laughs> to get a license like nothing has meaningfully changed right this is the same shit uber the company said it that it has 3.5 million riders and 45,000 licensed drivers in london alone mm-hmm.
0: um and the problem was that in london especially though i'm sure this is true everywhere that like unlicensed or like drivers who had un- not undergone background tests were like picking up people
1: yeah unauthorized so basically people were like swapping photos and a lot of um, authorized Uber drivers were basically giving their credentials to unauthorized people to drive on their behalf
0: right so like your brother which I person. imagine could happen quite easily yeah because Uber doesn't give a fuck
1: yeah Um. that that's like kind of hilarious and like a a point of minutiae or trivia because the authorized drivers themselves are such a disposable interchangeable workforce anyway
0: right as i said they're not employees they're contractors
1: yeah they're contractors they have no Mm -hmm. legal rights to anything Mm -mm.
0: so does it really slaves not in the literal sense (laughs) but basically they're they're because you can all they're serfs because Uber will help you like finance a car and then you're basically an indentured servant yeah. to platform capitalism by th- at that point.
1: I mean, I think maybe this sounds like an alarmist thing to say, but when all is said and done, these people are probably no better off than your uh, you know, barring some uh, advances or improvements in quality of life are no better off economically than your average 18th century Russian serf. Mm-hmm. Go off Bannon. And, <laughs> They're basically temp workers, techno serfs who are like, uh, who are uh, uh, the company is eventually trying to automate out of existence anyway. Exactly. So does it really matter to Uber whether their drivers are authorized or unauthorized? Mm-hmm. No, only to the deg- to the extent that it's uh, a- an annoying legality and liability for them with like state governments. Right.
0: They don't give a shit. Which they would love to surpass, and Uber. Right, like other um, platforms, is doesn't make money. Right, it's not a sustainable business model. No, none of these.
1: Well, it th- that's the most interesting thing about the these new kind of lean um, startup based tech firms. The most egregious examples being WeWork and Theranos, mm-hmm. is that they're not really selling a product. They're no longer even selling a service. I mean, on the surface they are. They're basically selling hot air right like that's packed branded in a cool neoliberal veneer to investors their their business model is like half
0: regulatory arbitrage and half like burning through vc money exactly they're not profitable it's just it's essentially just a massive grift of like capital changing hands
1: yeah it's the circle jerk (laughs) yeah (laughs) like an economic circle jerk um i looked into basically they f- they kind of fell under fire with this company transport for london or tfl which is like the city's main transport regulation entity mm. um and they found 14,000 instances in late 2018 and early 2019 of unauthorized drivers swapping their photos with authorized drivers on their on uber's platform mm.
0: um
1: and they basically i looked into this entity it's a, a local government body um that's responsible for like the citywide transport system. Um, and I was relieved initially because I was like, okay, this is a state organ. Mm-hmm. Um, but after looking it into it some more, IE reading the Wikipedia entry, I learned that the underlying services are provided by a mixture of wholly owned subsidiary companies by private sector franchises and by licensees. So they're basically farming out half of their regulatory duties and transport duties to private contractors. Oh, which it's weird to have a state regulatory right. body be run by private interests.
0: That's why you guys gotta vote
1: labor. Yeah, mm-hmm. so this is basically like a turf war between <laughs> some. Pri-
0: Surf war. Yeah. <laughs> right, but I'd be happy to see Uber fail. I'm sure it won't. No, it won't. I'm sure. I it think London. it's a really despicable company.
1: Yeah, it really is. I'm waiting for Uber to fall in like magnificent uh,
0: sensational mediatized way mm-hmm. like WeWork or Theranos I was smiling on the treadmill like watching <laughs> <laughs> watching the news
1: <laughs> yeah it felt exciting initially like wow the most neoliberal city on earth is cracking down on the most neoliberal company on earth mm-hmm. it's like go off like whatever it but of all course, yeah, it's all lies appearances can be deceiving mm-hmm. <laughs> um, yeah any just take a cab take a cab yeah take a
0: cab (laughs) (laughs) i think uh, it'll probably be cheaper anyway at this point
1: yeah i mean people it's funny because they actually quoted in this uh wall street journal article that i read they they talked to this like idiot david Papinow, who's a philosophy professor at king's college mm-hmm. um who says he doesn't want to stop uber to have to stop operating in the city and he he said quote it does a good service it employs a lot of young men who are mostly immigrants uh mm-hmm. the ban is working to the interests of the traditional black cabs but and i was thinking like yes <laughs> <laughs> and i was thinking like this is bad this is what you're you're critiquing this yeah you think it's good that they're employing Immigrants as serfs? Immigra-
0: immigrants who were like doctors yeah. in, <laughs> in Iran. <laughs> yeah, I was nuclear physicist in <laughs> Albania. Who now have to drive around
1: drunk retards. Yeah, from like their like high-end condos
0: to the pret. <laughs> <laughs> Hello. Why <laughs> oh, mate. Take me to la little <laughs> Yeah,
1: and I'm like... And I was like, is this guy like an idiot or a cynic? Like Uber's kind of business model, right, is that they offer really cut rate fares. And then once they capture the market, they jack up the fares
0: and put everybody out of business that way. And it's like, right. I don't want Uber to go away because it's convenient for me to call an immigrant on my phone to come (laughs) pick me up and put me in his car. I hate being in a stranger's car yeah me too i hate experiencing the visceral <laughs> reality of a straight uh, for a precarity the inside of a precarity laborer's car especially <laughs> if it's a woman that's it's the worst women should not be uber drivers what's man. worse being a sex worker or an uber driver uber driver <laughs> <laughs> it's really up for grabs but they but, like, can't even p- pretend to be empowered they can't even convince themselves in la they sort of do and they're like it's great i make my own hours like it's uh, <laughs> yeah (laughs) by the way I'm an actor
1: yeah I'm going from audition to audition picking up customers Mm -hmm. um and being in in the car of a traditional taxi driver is maybe not any better from it's not pleasant it's It's not not convenient but guess what convenience is bourgeois (laughs) convenience is what got us into this mess in the whole place because everybody wanted their like amenities and luxuries Mm -hmm. um but like transportation non-public transportation should be like eating meat it should be expensive it should be a luxury that you do every once in a while and the price should be adjusted to reflect that it shouldn't be it shouldn't be dirt cheap right to ride in somebody else's car (laughs) that he doesn't even own because it's being uh, financed by a tech megalith
0: right you shouldn't pay them less than like your friends would accept it, uh, you know? Yeah. If I was like, hey man, would you give me a ride for $5? It'd be like, fuck <laughs> no. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what is wrong with you? And they make even less than that. Whatever. Yeah. It, it's fucked. It's, it's fucked. <clears throat> yeah, it's like, it's,
1: the situation is, is really depressing.
0: There is no alternative.
1: No. no. and there,
0: there is, there is. The only, the I only mind. I'm getting riffs about Thatcher again lately. <laughs> you have <laughs> the Iron Lady. You know, just thinking a lot about the UK these days. <laughs> Hope everything's all right over there. <laughs> <laughs> Wishing you the best. We got. Wish you to here. You saw we got invited to the podcasting festival in Ireland next year. Could go up in there. We Ireland to seems I beautiful know. It and seems fun. Seems like the best. Irishmen are kind. They could be hot. Yeah, dude. That's What I'm saying, uh, they look like Russians, the they like to drink themselves under the yeah. <laughs> uh, um, so there's a new meme that's been become quite popular. Tell me, I love memes, <laughs> okay, boomer. Um, what's a meme? It's really caught fire. It's a little meme where you say, I'll tell my kids that this was blank photo of something that isn't blank yeah I'll tell my kids this X was this Y you know yeah I'll tell my kids this was what's an example I'll <laughs> tell my kids that there was some Jeffrey Epstein
1: sc- didn't kill himself there was <laughs>
0: that's a combo of memes right there yeah there was some um, red scare ones that were quite that I thought were funny
1: yeah we'll get to those a lot of people were like I find the ones where Anna's a man offensive and I was like, I don't find them offensive at all. I like the ones that are like Kate Moss and Mark Jacobs or the ones that are like yeah. Jane Birkin and Serge, Serge Gainsbourg, Gainsbourg. Cause they're like accurate. The ones that I'm offended by are, are the ones that aren't funny and make no sense. Like Carmela Soprano and Tony Soprano. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Gonna I'll tell my kids this was a star is born picture of Bernie Sanders and Ariana Grande. Okay. A little phoned in. Yeah. Tell my kids this was JFK and Jacqueline Kennedy. Picture of Lana Del Rey and a Rocky. In a video where they were literally playing JFK yeah, and Jackie. Bit on the nose, huh? <laughs> um, Gonna tell my kids this was Obama. Picture of Tyler, the creator. That's kind of funny. Tell my kids... You know, it's, it's not my fave. Can't wait for this wave to end, actually. But what I... Yeah, what I was texting you, I... You know, what's interesting about the going to tell my kids meme is that no one's going to fucking have kids. Yep. (laughs) And then it also... (laughs) And also the joke sort of hinges on this like reality where like history becomes irrelevant. Mm
1: -hmm. Right.
0: And that like misinformation becomes irrelevant. Yeah. And uh, so the, the logical conclusion of like i'm gonna tell my kids is it's like i'm gonna tell my kids whatever i want because it doesn't make a difference yeah and there's quite a nihilistic subtext in this seemingly carefree meme yes that i think people aren't really talking about (laughs) yeah
1: isn't that what the boomers did what told their kids things yeah exactly here we are now
0: right I'm going to tell my kids, Thanksgiving's around the corner. You know, I'm going to tell my kids that the pilgrims and the Indians got along <laughs> and that they weren't genocided I by colonizers. I can't wait
1: for some like purple haired, non binary post New Inquiry person to launch a Twitter thread about how the uh, I'm going to tell my kids meme is exploitative. And reinscribing heteronormative dynamics because it assumes that you people have will be
0: having kids. We'll be having heteronormative procreative sex, right. That's a hot take right there. That's some, that's galaxy brain.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I hope Joe
0: Cascold gets
1: on that Wait, soon.
0: Let's get the antinatalists on this. Yeah.
1: Too. <laughs> it's a. It, I I had the same thought that it was like actually a weird meme to have in this day and age where It's been kind of repeatedly, subliminally drilled into our heads that none of us are having any kids. Right. It's like weird and depressing.
0: Yeah. I'm going to tell my kids that we won't be living in a post-apocalyptic hellscape very shortly. (laughs) I'm going to tell my kids that this is a taxi picture of an Uber. Yeah. (laughs) That's good. (laughs) That's actually funny. That's really funny. Yeah. I'm going to tell my kids that this is a... uh, taxi driver picture of a scientist <laughs> I don't know I'm just riffing um I guess that's you know that's all I wanted to say <laughs> That's your
1: take I thought the funny thing was um I was texting you about this it was um Ariana Grande in that tweet that was in that image that was used she c- calling Bernie my guy yeah. like a 14 year old New Yorker teenager Yeah Whatever gets people hot for Bernie. Yeah, I think it was really sweet, actually. I'm impressed they with Ariana. They look together, yeah. I'm really, like, she's exceeded my expectations. I thought she would be one of these, like, Elizabeth Warren, Kamala mm-hmm. Harris girls. No. But I guess... She's she on the right side of history Yeah, after all. And I don't care that she pretends ponytail. to be
0: Puerto Rican or whatever. <laughs> no. <laughs> whatever she's up to, race-wise. In i'm
1: i'm i'm just stunned that nobody's uh, complained about her uh, there's not like been like a massive like media cancel call out uh accusing
0: uh, her doing brown face yeah she's there's like in th- moments where she's been accused of like cultural appropriation or something yeah no? but she's like
1: a total dolazol. all she like operates under total plausible deniability
0: right yeah i mean i don't i Grande. personally
1: don't care yeah
0: yeah what did Dolezal change her name to? Ugh, I don't know. It was well, something well, so we can funny. Look this up. <laughs> um, Swahili for grifter? Yeah. Um, there was the, someone posted the Sailor Socialism thing and said, I'm going to tell my kids this was the Communist Manifesto. I liked that That one was really funny. Because I got attention. Well, yeah, <laughs> but it was also really actually funny.
1: Yeah. Because yeah, it's kind yeah. of dark because it implies that nobody's going to be reading books in the future. She changed her name to
0: Nikichi Amare Diallo. Yeah. That's so dark. She later clarified that she still intends to use the name Rachel Dolezal as her public persona, but that she changed her name to have a better chance of landing work. She changed her name to Nikichi Amare Diallo to, to get To land work. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> well, uh, go off. <laughs>
1: Sure, why not? Do you remember who Amadou Diallo was? No. He was that 23-year-old Ghanaian man who was unfairly, unlawfully gunned down by police because they thought his wallet was a gun. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's, fuck. I it's didn't, like some sellers or casino other. shit.
0: It's so awful yeah. and racist. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to tell my kids that this is a sex worker. <laughs> mm.
1: i didn't mind i didn't mind the I'm one i'm not gonna finish that one no. yeah <laughs> i didn't mind the one meme that the one red scare meme that got a lot of traction that was like hillary
0: duff and that uh, that guy
1: yeah because i kind of dress like the guy
0: yeah it was just so i completely forgot about gordon oh i don't even Liz- know who that is he was a character on lizzie mcguire okay. it was just yeah it was a little out of left field for me but in general, keep the memes coming, you know. Oh, Stephen Crowder last night um, tried to recreate Epstein's suicide. Like on, how? On Glenn Beck's program. They, like, did a little bit where he, like, recreated his cell. Uh-huh. And then, you know, he was like, let's see if Epstein really did kill himself. And he, like, made a noose that, like, he recreated the conditions of Epstein's alleged death. Okay. And then tried to do this, like, stunt. And I watched it, obviously. Hashtag Epstein didn't kill himself, but it was just too fucking goofy and stupid. And Steven Carter is not fucking funny. He's like doing this very like low grade Tim and Eric thing. It's like watching like broadcast journalism students in high school try and do like Tim and Eric style humor. Yeah. You know, and then the it was just a big gag. It's not what I really wanted at all. I really want to see someone try and break their neck with a bench. Yeah see what happens you then just go all out just actually kneel with force see what happens
1: the trial of tim heidecker <laughs> and eric harris and dylan klebold um ba- yeah i don't know the, the whole problem with deplatforming alex jones is mm-hmm. that it's allowed a lot of less funny and less artistic people yeah. to take up the giant
0: alex jones sized hole in our cultural consciousness big, big hole yeah um i tried to get in touch with him when i was um trying to finance my film <laughs> my epstein film because i thought you know maybe we could put aside our differences yeah. just as once yeah and um i did some people sent me i got two different phone numbers both of which i called which had voicemails that sounded like alex jones mm-hmm. and i left voicemails on both and obviously didn't get a call back I said, hey, it's me. It's me, Dasha Niko. You might remember me from the Sailor Socialism video. I need your help. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, they should really replatform him. That was unjust. That was a bad idea. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, I
1: was wondering what that was all about. I was like, is she going to ask him to make a cameo in her <laughs> Epstein <laughs> yeah. film? I had like my fingers crossed. No, I wanted
0: money, but if he wanted a cameo, we could discuss, we could, we could discuss Alex. If you're listening, <laughs> Alex, baby, baby, if you're listening, give me a call. Um, We did an hour. Did we? Mm. That's incredible. Well, not so fast because I have to edit out
1: that whole conversation. Leave it in. Of us bartering for Adderall.
0: <laughs> <laughs> on air. <laughs> uh, s- any closing remarks? Um. Uh
1: N- uh, no uh not really happy thanksgiving if you losers are still squabbling in my menchies about sex work come thanksgiving i will call you all out because that's just
0: depressing yeah get a life yeah get a get life. back to work go, <laughs> go be i was gonna say go be with your family oh, I guess i'm gonna get say back to get work. back to all that sex work you find so empowering yeah see you in hell stuffing
1: that turkey <laughs> see you in hell